0: Buddy, and welcome to Laughing Liberally Milwaukee the podcast. Brought to you by The Shepherd Express. I'm your host, Matthew Filipovich. Every episode, I'm gonna bring on one of the regular comedians from Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, which starting again in November, will once again be a monthly live, progressive political stand-up comedy show. We're going to discuss and joke about a news story and then we'll talk a bit about comedy. And yes, you heard me right, friends. The live show is in fact coming back less than three weeks from now, it is Saturday, November the 5th at 8 p.m. at Comedy Sports, three days before the November election. It is the Rojo Must Go show. Advanced tickets are only $8 and are on sale now at laughingliberallymke.com. Plus, plus, folks, one of the comedians on the November 5th show is on the podcast today. I'm so excited that our guest this week is the hysterical gender bent. Jen, thank you so much for being on the show again.
1: Thanks. Glad to be here.
0: All right. So, Jen, last week we had a gubernatorial debate here in Wisconsin between Governor Tony Evers and East Coast Republican businessman Tim Michaels. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple specific highlights or really lowlights from Tim Michaels, which show he's just—he's not just your average Republican. Which would be bad enough, but he appears to be far, far. Worse. So he was asked about abortion, specifically people crossing state lines to get abortions, because (laughs) after Roe being overturned, they are now banned here in Wisconsin. And he said the following, quote, quote, that's something we'll have to sit down and work out. But, you know, I'm not going to be this radical guy with checks at the border. That's not exactly reassuring, is it? I mean, it's like, it's like, am I against all abortion? Yes. Have I donated money to groups that use cell phones to track people outside abortion clinics? Yes. Have I donated to groups who want to ban birth control? Yes. But, 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 I'm not a radical. I'm not going to set up pregnancy checkpoints at our state's borders. I mean, that would go too far. He was asked about red flag gun laws, uh, which he says he opposes. And I'm not making this up, I promise. He opposes red flag gun laws because somebody's disgruntled ex? Could lie to the police and get that person's guns taken away. That's his pitch. Vote for me so your crazy ex doesn't take away your guns. This is also not the first time that he's used that disgruntled ex argument. I have to ask if there's any political people, has anyone actually looked into his exes yet? There seems like there might be something there just by how much he mentions them. Next, he says parents should decide what history is taught in class, not the quote woke educrats. Because remember, your child's teachers aren't educators, they're educrats. It sounds like Democrat and we hate them both. And then he talked about the labor shortage and he said the following, we're gonna get people off their couches and get them back to work. We created an entire class of lazy people during COVID, end quote. Yeah, but it's not that jobs don't pay enough or they were dangerous during COVID. They're just lazy. And then in the same answer, literally 15 seconds later, he was bragging about Wisconsin's great work work ethic it was it was so wild like which which one is it are they lazy or they have a great work ethic i don't even know make up your mind it's wild jen what's your take on all this
1: well first of all i never had seen michaels before this and i didn't realize he looked like uh, Rand paul and brian cranston's love child <laughs> he does <laughs> it's the hair it's got to be the hair um <laughs> so I, what i say as a as a strict monarchist is why should we be able to teach children about the american revolution when obviously we have had such a wonderful past as colonies i don't know why we're th- moving away from that do you have any idea why we would move away from that
0: i mean Matt? really I, yeah like we really that that should be that should be taken out of schools i mean if the parents are going to decide i want i want to go back to the days before we were actually uh technically a country
1: that sounds great to me i i I mean, when I, when Queen Elizabeth died, I was very distraught and (laughs) weren't we all? (laughs) Yeah. And as for abortions, I mean, he really doesn't seem to care that much about the dying babies. I don't know why he's not putting up checks between here and there. I, I (laughs) I live in Illinois and we're going to open our, our, a brand new abortion clinic here in Rockford, Illinois. And that just seems like a real dangerous thing that you could do. You could check people in as they're going into Wisconsin for pot, or, or as they're coming out of Wisconsin for pregnancies and good cheese. You know, you has gotta.
0: <laughs> Nuclearist beer along the borders as well.
1: That's that's got it's just vile, you know, and and you certainly don't want malort infecting the lower <laughs> Milwaukee area. It, yeah, that would be a travesty. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's really it's it's, in, it's insane. And just the fact that even in the debate, like both him and Johnson, they're they're they it's like, yeah, Barnes and Evers, they support abortion up to up to up to birth. And it's like if they, they want kids to be aborted if they're if they're in kindergarten. Kids just going to kindergarten class and all of a sudden bam, they're aborted. That's how radical Tony Evers is. It's 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 really just just so wild watching like the the mental gymnastics they're taking here.
1: Um as a parent, I can totally agree with supporting children until the age of 18 i don't see any problem with that As a matter of fact if we're going to go against history and the educrats did you call them
0: that's what he. Uh, ca- that's what he called it yeah tim michaels educrats yep uh
1: it, it's a historical truth that children are the property of their parents until you know they're married off if, if you know if we wanna go with that, I think that's how we should go.
0: Yeah, and it's also just sort of again, I've said this before on the show, though it's just pretty frightening considering how clearly he's adult, right? You're watching this debate. This guy is this guy is adult, but he's also like so dangerous. Like he he, he, he he seems to believe this stuff. I really sort of did buy that he was like, oh yeah, I'm this sort of glassy eyed conservative who buys all this stuff. And again, I'm not, Tony Evers is pretty, pretty boring. I'm not a huge fan, but he, like with the Republican gerrymandered legislature here, all that's keeping us from being Florida right now is Tony Evers. And the fact that this guy could become governor. Everything that Evers has vetoed, every anti-LGBTQ bill, every voting bill, every anti-abortion bill, you name it, all the stuff that they've done in Florida is going to be coming here if this dolt becomes the governor.
1: Including the people, because Florida is going to fall into the ocean sooner or later, and they have to go somewhere. (laughs) And Wisconsin is a beautiful state, so fair enough. They could probably move up there. And They certainly won't move to to the evil empire of illinois
0: exactly well so, <laughs> <laughs> so jen another aspect of the podcast this is, is a discussion of the art of comedy uh, what i've been asking comedians lately is how comedy and covid's been treating you in the last few months as we're sort of starting to slowly come out of it laughing liberally is coming back as people know you're going to be on the november show how's comedy I'm so excited yeah as am i how's comedy and covid treated you lately
1: Well, my writing continues. I I contribute to The Onion and I run Queercoded.com. So those are going on pretty well. Um, I also have been doing a lot more stand-up dates. I actually have my first headlining show next week, so I'm very nervous. Yeah, I'm kind of scared. And You're going to do great. Well, either that or somebody will watch me die on stage. And either way, it'll be entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) But it's been really good for me. Um, I, I, I go through these space where I like do I want to quit? Do I don't not want to quit? And then like I do it again, and I'm like, no, I can't quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm it, I'm getting booked, and that's great.
0: Well, no, uh, and it's exciting. I mean, like, I I haven't really done live stand up, uh, you know, since COVID in in person. I did actually do this uh, this this gig this last week where um, there was a I have a buddy who runs uh, runs uh, a progressive like retired union group and he had an event where he had uh mandela evers and josh call who are the three like statewide democrats and then he also had me on so they all went first so just so you know like they went first so they didn't actually see me but i actually this was his idea my buddy alex's idea i came on as a uh, ron johnson's spokesperson and like i was just like <laughs> insulting the audience and like it was it was amazing i had them booing me i felt like a wrestling heel you know i was just like i was it was like i brought out like a framed photo of him, um, it was it was unbelievably fun. They were they were booing and hissing, which is again what I, the, what I was going for. Uh, what was great was at the end afterwards, I'm, I'm leaving, and these t- a couple of these scruffy union guys come up to me, and this one this one goes, oh yeah, that was really funny, man. Really, I really enjoyed it. I'm like, yeah, thanks. The other guy goes, yeah, that was great. I'm a little slow. I didn't actually get you joking for a while. I almost came up there and kicked your ass,
1: <laughs> which to me. You know you're doing it right. <laughs>
0: exactly. No, that was like the best thing you could possibly say. I felt so proud. It's like, yep, I did my job today. Well, speaking of uh, doing your comedic job, uh, Jen, where can, other than laughing liberally on, on the 5th of November, uh, where can people find you on, on the internet to find where your, your gigs are and where to find your comedy queer coded and all that fun stuff? Plug, plug away, please.
1: Oh great! I my I, you can find me on the Twit Machine usually, but I'm also on YouTube and TikTok and Insta and all the rest <laughs> as Jen uh, Um not Jen Durbent, Jen uh If you want to see me live, I have my my show next week in Rockford at K and J's Bar at eight o'clock on Wednesday, and on Friday I will have two shows, one at seven thirty at the Martin. Uh, with uh, extra extravaganza and at 10 o'clock I'll be at the spend the night party at the Lincoln lodge. So that'll be fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good room. Lincoln lodge.
1: Yeah. I've every time I perform there, it's great.
0: Yeah. Those
1: are just the next week. Yeah, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, well, Jen, I can't wait to actually see you in person and not just on the internet on November fifth. Um, so looking forward to seeing you. And uh, and you're gonna, I know you're gonna kill on your headlining gig. So thank you so much for what you're doing, and thanks for being on the
1: show again. Well, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to speak to you.
0: All right, everybody, I want to thank you so much for listening to episode 57 of Laughing Liberally Milwaukee. We have new episodes with a new comedian on the first and third Wednesday of every month. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can find out more at laughingliberallymke.com. Until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you at the next Laughing Liberally Milwaukee.